Welcome to HubShot's episode 167. In this episode, we chat about HubSpot's tracking and privacy, and likely your lack of it, plus an update to adding a CTA in the email drag and drop editor. Also, we take on how Google keeps search relevant. Did you almost say take on me? You're getting caught up with AHA and <laughs> listeners, I'm just going to say right at the end of the show, stick around for that. That's right. You're listening to Asia Pacific's number one HubSpot focused podcast where we discuss HubSpot tips, tricks and features and strategies for growing your marketing and sales results. My name is Ian Jacob from Search and Be Found and with me is Craig Bailey from Zen Systems. How are you, Craig? Well, I'm delighted to be here and a few uh, interesting things to go through in the show. You know, we had a good wine and cheese thing in the afternoon, the office puts on this and uh, you came over, we met a few people, we're we're chatting about um, podcasts, weren't we? That's right, because you asked me, how do I describe the podcast in one sentence? (laughs) Anyway, that started the whole conversation. But so I thought, hey, let's actually talk about in our inbound shot of the week, how did we start? Because I know people ask us quite often how, how we started. And this September at Inbound or just after Inbound will be four years since we have been recording this podcast pretty much weekly for the last four years. Time flies by. And I, I actually shared this story in a newsletter that I sent out um, to our company update recently just about how we met and how thankful I was actually about it because we actually met at a hug Yes, well, at HubSpot user it, group in Sydney. Was it 2016? It might have been earlier. Yeah, I think it actually was earlier in the year, Craig. So probably at the start of that year is when we met. And I'll just I'll just let our listeners know because I'm quite introverted. You might not think that from the show or listening to me on the show, and especially if you, clients don't believe it because in meetings I'm quite vocal and opinionated as as I want to be. But I'm actually quite hesitant and not socially comfortable. That's so, right. I, you know what? I remember where you were sitting. I, I can right, picture the day right. I, I met you in Chicago. Yeah, what's your recollection? I'll tell you mine. In a um, well, there was the main, there was the areas you come in uh, for hug yeah. and they had the food and the cheese and wine. And then there was another seated area and there was a kind of an elevated area where there were just a couple of chairs. You kind of had to make a special effort to get up there yep. and sit. And there you were yep. sitting up there. And I think I asked one of my friends who I came with, I said, oh, can you introduce me to someone? He goes, oh, I know this guy. And he introduced me to you. Oh, right. Okay. And that's how it happened. Yeah. Well, that was really good. Well, so I was a uh, typical MO for an introvert. I was up the back. I'd found a hiding spot. You certainly did. <laughs> so anyway, then you came over. It was so good because, well, look where we are now. But- you introduced yourself, we were chatting, and it yeah, it made that whole night a lot easier for me. We actually met at a, a later hug in the year, which I think was just before Inbound. Inbound. And then we went to Inbound, and you basically, you know, saved me there. And in I, I, this is the other thing I shared in the newsletter. And in fact, on the HubShots site, we probably have pictures of us with Brian Halligan and Damesh. You made all that happen. I was too shy. I'd be hiding away. I would never have had the yeah, so courage you know, to approach them. Yes. And so, you know what happened. So, listeners, just take a little step back here. Well, I didn't know that Craig was going to inbound. We happened to meet in and, – and that particular year, they actually had a few things in New York for partners. Ah, that's right. Yeah. And we ended up probably very uncomfortably on a rooftop bar in New York. That's right. And that's we right. sat next to each other and I'm like, oh, I know you. And we kind of struck a conversation there and then we saw each other on the preceding days. But then when we were at Inbound, we were both, we didn't, we didn't bring anyone from our teams. It was just the two of us. So, and we just kind of started hanging out together. And I think I had dinner with you one night. Oh, and we ordered clam, whiskey. Clam chowder. And we had clam chowder. Yeah, a good whiskey. And lobster rolls. Lobster rolls. That's it. 
That's inbound in, in a sentence. <laughs> and, you know, we got to the end of those three days at inbound and I remember sitting next to you and saying, Craig, we should do something. No one is doing this in Asia Pacific. That's right. You said we should do a podcast. I was like, what? We can't do a podcast. But I actually think you convinced me very quickly and I went, yeah, let's do it. And then we got a picture with Brian. <laughs> got a picture with Brian and that was, yeah. And yes, and so we, we traveled back to Sydney, not really knowing where, where each other lived. And uh, we said, okay, we'll just meet over Skype once a week. We connected over Skype and we started recording. Now, after that, little did I know that Craig was not that far away, let's say half an hour. Right. And so I said, oh, hang on. And, you know, like when you're recording a podcast, you kind of go, you can't really gauge the other person's reaction. It was, it was, less to, it was like talking on the phone, you know, I can't tell whether you're smiling you're pulling faces, doing that. And I thought it was, it was a little bit hard to gauge reaction. And I thought, okay, well, let me find out where you are. And that's when I discovered you weren't actually that far away. And I said, okay, well, let's meet together and we'll record there. And you know what a world of difference that made, just sitting across from you and just building that relationship. That's made a massive difference to, well, me individually and even our businesses and how we've grown together. And I've learned a lot from you. So I wanted to thank you publicly because, you know, you've been a quite a significant part of my journey in business and I'd say it's the, some of the best years that I've had in business. Wow. Well, thank you for that. And I, I want to echo that. At, and at the risk of this turning into a mutual admiration club, I think exactly the same because my wife will often say, oh, so what are you getting out of the podcast? You know, is it increasing your business? And I'm sure it's having some effect, but the main benefit for me is I get to hang out with you. We chat about agency stuff. And it's kind of like a bit of a debrief. Some I know some weeks I just dump stuff on you and you're, you know, it's like therapy sometimes. And hopefully I do that for you as well. Yes. Well, we just chat about ideas. And the other thing I'll say to listeners, if you're thinking of, and agencies, if you're thinking of doing a podcast, one of the best things is it forces us to learn the product. So at least a couple of hours every week, you and I, we get here and we test out new stuff in HubSpot because we're going to talk about it in the show. We feel like, oh, we actually better check this out and use it. And so actually as a benefit to our, each of our agencies, just being forced to use the product, that's probably one of the key benefits. And so can you say directly that helps grow our agency? I think so because then when I go into client meetings or prospect meetings, we talk about the product, we're kind of so familiar with it. If nothing else, it helps us do that. But yeah, just the, the friendship side of it, it's been fantastic. I just want to mention one other thing. You know, we're at this drinks thing in, in our office this afternoon. Yes. And we met another guy who... Uh, Will. Will. Uh, shout out to Will. And uh, he runs a digital agency, right? And so we're obviously, we're all getting, we're chatting. Other people there are going, oh, competitors, you know, like, oh, you know, what are you going to do? And, and we're like, ah. Oh. Actually, I hadn't thought of it yeah. to anyone that would problem. It's like we all get on. We've got a shared interest and the market's so big. It's like I don't think Exactly. I'll... I mean, even you and me, like we talk about pretty much all our clients. You know, we're very open with each other. And that's what I love. It's, a, it's a, one of those relationships. I can tell you anything with no fear of getting, you know, berated or <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yes. And I, I always have that comfort. So, you know, that's great. And we help each other along. And if we, one of us hasn't done something, I know that you might have the answer. We can talk through it. So, so listeners, encourage listeners. Yeah. Listeners, that's the background. And hopefully out of it, you as listeners have benefited. Maybe some of the things we've chatted about on the show have helped you out. I hope so. That'd be fantastic to know that we've helped people out. But yeah, that's, that's kind of the background and hopefully everyone's benefited from it. And here's to inbound 2019. 
Okay, Cray. Now on to our HubSpot marketing feature of the week. Now I wanted to highlight this because in the previous episode, we talked about not being able to add CTAs to the new drag and drop email editor, right? So here I am at HubSpot today talking to Elliot. Shout out to Elliot. That's right. Thank you, Elliot. He's good people. Yes, he is a good egg. Anyway, I was like, you know what? We were talking about, I was talking about this with Craig. He had troubles. We spoke to support. They came up with a solution. We informed everybody on the podcast, you know, here's what's going on. In fact, this was just last episode, if, if you're listening to exactly. this, folks. Anyway, Ellie goes, hang on, I know how to do that. You add a button module in there, and then the link you choose is actually the CTA. And I'm like, really? And sure enough, there it was. You showed me this today. So, just to quickly recap, listeners, last episode, I was lamenting that the new drag and drop email editor, you could add buttons, but you couldn't add CTAs. I thought it was ridiculous. And just just to be clear, we contacted support and they said, oh yeah, can't do it. And we had this whole workaround that we put in last week's show, right? Turns out it's right there. Now, I want to know, I wish I could roll back time. Did we just miss that? Was it there and we just missed it? Well, that's my, yeah, I'd love I, to know I that. I hope so, because I feel really silly. <laughs> <laughs> we just totally missed that. And then did a whole did show HubSpot talking support? about it. How did HubSpot support miss it? Well, I don't know, but maybe I just led them down that path by quite possibly by saying, oh, it's not there. How do I do it? And then they kind of didn't even test the simplest thing, which was from a button. But in any case, folks, I hope it wasn't there. And now it is because here's the good news. It's just very easy to do. Edit the button and choose the type of uh, link, link you want. All right. On to our HubSpot sales feature of the week, Craig. And I'm going to highlight, this is not anything fancy. It is the Chrome extension that is is the sales extension. And this extension also exists if you're running Windows, for example, in your email. And what I want to highlight was there are log and track preferences. So what you can do, and people often forget this step, anything internal to your company, you might actually not want to log it or track it, and you might want to exclude it. And I only say this because I've gone into helping a few customers and they're putting on new people in sales and I find sales emails to people internally in the business getting logged into HubSpot. I'm like, oh, hang on, why is this there? It's because they actually haven't fixed their log and track preferences and haven't excluded the company emails to never log. So this is something that I know you and me both do is to make sure that this is set. So for example, we don't log and track anything we might send to our mum and dad our wives, our kids, and internally in your business. So make sure that you've actually got that set up correctly and save yourself the hassle of doing some CRM cleanup. All right, onto the HubSpot gotcha of the week, Greg. And how nicely this gotcha flows on from that because you're talking about tracking. And so listeners may not be aware of this, but when you put on that tracking, it basically inserts a pixel into the email that you send out, say to a client or prospect, and that pixel allows you to track when it's opened, but it also tracks their location and things like that. Now, that is going away. The location part of that is actually going away. HubSpot are removing it in early August. And we do have a, a link highlighting it and what they, how they talk about it. But what's really interesting is that this is a whole privacy can of worms that's opened recently. And if you've been following this in the last couple of weeks, there's, a, there's actually an a, uh, email client called Superhuman, 
It's big in the tech sector. It's invite only at the moment, I think. And it's kind of, it's a Gmail wrapper, basically. So it's an uh, email client for Gmail. But it does a whole bunch of features. And part of it, though, is that up until a couple of weeks ago, it was inserting a tracking pixel. So this is personal emails that you're sending. And it would tell when people opened it. It's kind of like a read receipt. And it was on by default. In fact, I don't think you could turn it off even previously. Anyway, this kind of thing, I look at it and go, yeah, of course, lots of email tools do that, especially marketing tools. Nothing new here. Anyway, a blog post talked about this. And I think they had the title like, did you know that superhuman is spyware scamming you and you know following everything you do? Anyway, it blew up in the media. It got a lot of attention to the point where the CEO of superhuman actually came on and said, oh, yeah, I apologize for this. We're going to change the way we do it. And he's saying he's going to take out the tracking or at least make it optional, right? Anyway, that was a huge fiasco. It's interesting timing that HubSpot has decided to take out the location part of their tracking mere weeks related to that. But what's interesting is they said, oh, it wasn't providing value to users or to recipients, right? And I'm like, I actually think they've been really smart proactively getting that out before it blows up in their face because this is going to blow up. People are going to realize that every marketing tool has been doing this for ages. What's really interesting is when they survey people and say, oh, do you realize that your emails are getting tracked and people can tell where you are? And they're like, no. If you're in marketing, you know, oh, yeah, of course. Been yeah. like that for years. Anyway, the general public doesn't realize that and they're starting to be made aware of it. This on the back of all the other scandals with Facebook, etc. There's just a bit of a snowball effect coming here. So I think HubSpot's very preemptively getting out of that and avoiding it before it blows up in their face. And I think they're right to do it. So be aware of it and be aware of the reasons. I think privacy is becoming much more of an issue in the consumer mind, the general consumer mind. So also another area to be wary of when you show how creepy you are following people around with your email tools. Now, Craig, we were reading the new updated terms of service to figure out what's going on. And we found something, a little billing gotcha, didn't we? Well, it was a bit of a shock to me, but yeah. So, do you want to uh, explain this? You would probably realize HubSpot has different lengths of service or... Well, they've got different products. So, when the way they treat, say, a pro product versus a starter product might be different. The one area that's really caught my attention here is email send. So, in our portal, we've had up to 71,000 contacts in our... This is our agency portal, right? And I'm actually been culling that out because it's got years of stuff in there. Yes. And I've got it down to now, I think it's just under 65,000 contacts. I've got thousands out, and I've got thousands more that I'm going to get out because Correct. of the, you know, no engagement, things like that. Anyway, I found in there terms of service. So here's the line for our full service marketing hub products. Once increased, your subscription fee will not decrease even if there is a subsequent reduction in the number of contacts or emails sent. So that means I'm just going to keep getting charged for 71,000 contacts. There's nothing I can do about it. Now, I'm going to raise this with support because I think that's, well, a little bit sneaky to be blunt about it. Yes. But also, why? Why wouldn't you take it down? Doesn't that just seem reasonable? If your account goes down in you know the, the amount of things that you're doing, wouldn't you just, that's flexible pricing. Surely you would do that. I would tend to agree with that. Now, if they said it was reviewed annually and taken down and yeah, there's a time frame, I'm fine. like, oh, look, that's fair enough. You know, I, obviously I'd want it to be monthly, but but to say not at all, you're like locked in at this top cap. Wow. What, what an interesting gotcha. Anyway, that's why that's in HubSpot Gotcha of the Week. Be aware of that because we've got a few clients like this. They've got 
a large database as they're cleaning them out. Wow, what a little shock to the system. Yeah, a sting in the tail, that is. All right, Craig, on to our marketing tip of the week. And LinkedIn has made their advertising campaigns a lot more intuitive with what we know as awareness, consideration, and conversion. Yeah, look, I thought this was worth calling out because we're increasingly doing more and more LinkedIn stuff. By the way, folks, not because we think it's the best use of money, but just because clients are so sold on LinkedIn, so they want to be there. And I do get that, but it is expensive. I, I always try and say, look, it's hard to get cheap or you know very economical results, but they're like, no, nah, we want to be LinkedIn. So they've got the mind share there on B2B market. So that's fine. And, um, you know, we're pushing more and more into doing LinkedIn stuff. Chief, buy your Microsoft shares and be inflated just by the LinkedIn <laughs> platform. But anyway, their ad platform is getting better. It's still miles behind Facebook, but it's getting a lot better. And they're getting, in particular, calling out this one, they're getting much better at pushing the stages that people go through. Uh, now, they did have these kind of categories before, but now they're just being clear. So awareness, before you do, oh, I'm going to do a website campaign, website visit campaign, but with impression based. And now they just go, well, that's an awareness campaign. So it's just much easier. We've put some links in the show notes. You can go to the table and it just makes a lot more sense. I think it is much simpler for newer advertisers to to be just really based on what the result is that they're after. Yeah, and you see this happening as it all lines up with what other everybody's talking about. So I think this is a good thing. All right, Craig, uh, insight of the week. Just a link to a personal post here, and I've called it The World is Complex. The reason I noted this is because on Twitter, which is can be a bit of a dumpster fire at times with people just jumping in and just the, the level of abuse that goes on is quite strange. However, the thing that struck me is that there's such a desire for the simple narrative. So people will look at one news article, they'll skim the headline, and they'll feel informed enough to make a judgment about whether someone should go to jail or the kind of punishment they should get. We've all seen that, right? And it's very it's very tempting to do that. I sometimes fall into that trap myself. Maybe you do as well. And this idea that we just want a simple narrative and the thing I need and try to remind myself of all the time is that the world is complex. Everything is complex. There's always two sides or many sides to a story. There's never that simple narrative. And I think part of this is, you know how there's this real push to storytelling and just telling the story anecdotes and the, this pithy kind of profound one paragraph. Is, and it's not true. It's, it's the world is complex. Everything's complex. Marketing is complex. Buyer's journeys are complex. Criminal law is complex at any time. It's just complex. And so I found that I need to keep reminding myself that. And maybe for listeners, that's a good reminder as well. All right, Craig, on to our quote of the week. And this is another gem from Seth's book, This Is Marketing, page 143. Yeah, look, it's really good. I'm actually not going to read the whole quote because I think we're short of time. But I'll tell you how it finishes. He says, what change do you seek to make? And he asks that question to prompt you to think about impact rather than just getting stuff done. And I like the last part after it where it says, once you know what you stand for, the rest gets a lot easier. Yeah, I've been taking that to heart this month. It's a good quote. Thank you, Seth. And now we have um, that promise of aha. You know, we spoke about (laughs) aha probably 20 episodes ago. I think it was episode 145. Because their song or their film clip had been like song of the year. Yeah, a song from 30 years ago, right? And it made a comeback. Take on me as the song. 
Did you know they're now doing another world tour? Wow. Those guys. I know. Tickets are on sale. Tickets are on sale. We've in. included a link to the tour dates. I'm not going, but, you know, I think it's just <laughs> funny to, to chat about. Well done, aha. Uh-huh. Right. Now, we'd love you to leave a review. And someone did the other day. They actually emailed us and said that I'd, we should have got their permission to see whether we can say their name in the company. We will next week. But, yeah, someone wrote into us and said how much they appreciated the show. You don't know how much that makes our day. That really made our Friday, didn't it, Great. <laughs> Anyway, we'd love you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to this as it greatly helps us. And feel free to email us or put a contact form in or Instagram us, direct message us. We'd love to hear from you. Well, Craig, until next time. Catch you later, Ian. Hey there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hubshots. For show notes and the latest HubSpot news and tips, please visit us at hubshots.com.